And it came to pass that the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city in Galilee named Nazareth. He came to a virgin named Mary, who was betrothed to Joseph of the house of David. And the angel said, The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. And Mary was troubled at the sight of him and his words. And the angel said to her, Fear not, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you shall conceive and bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. happy and healthy this is episode 887 and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears the mousecapades and more podcast before we get started this is just a reminder that all of us on the podcast are travel agents we can plan a magical trip for you anywhere in the world text me or vicky for a free quote at 636-373-4497 so a little over a month ago, I reached out to the listeners and the travel co- or our travel colleagues, I should say, and I asked them to share special Christmas stories. Um, my hope is that these stories touch your heart and help you celebrate Christmas in a way that you may not know or have not heard before. Some of these are really cool and they don't all have to do with Disney necessarily, but that's what I wanted is genuine stories. And so Rebecca's gonna kick it off with a really good one. All right. So our first story is from one of our listeners, Vicki. Vicki's been on the show a couple of times in the past few months. We love this story and we hope you do as well. On Christmas Eve every year, my family does something called the program. Every family member does something. My mom and I sing. My grandfather reads excerpts from the Bible about the night of Jesus's birth. And usually... We do some sweet songs like Jingle Bells, and my grandmother always reads a piece of poetry or writing that she never seems to get through without tears abundantly. When my husband Aaron had been dating me seriously for about six months, he was invited to spend Christmas Eve with my family, and everyone told him that he had to participate in the program. Well, unbeknownst to me, 
Aaron had slipped a special box into my sister's bag on the way to my aunt and uncle's house. And during the program in front of my mom's entire side of the family, he proposed. It was unforgettable and so, so special to have everyone there. And the rest is history. I will say every year at some point in the evening on Christmas, someone asks Aaron what he will be doing during the program. And usually my grandfather or my uncle will swoop in and say, he's covered. It was definitely the best Christmas Eve surprise I've ever had. How sweet. I know. I thought that was a really touching story. Um, I mean, I've never heard of it engagement like that i've also hadn't heard of like a what do you call it talent show for christmas eve but somebody else was telling me that the other day that lives here i mean vicky lives here too but it wasn't vicky it was somebody else that sounds really fun yeah because i mean we're a musical family although now everybody's getting older i'm sure they'd be like okay get this going keep it rolling keep it rolling uh this is from one of our listeners mackenzie she sent in her favorite childhood memory My most magical childhood Christmas memory was walking into the living room on Christmas morning when I was young enough to truly believe in Santa and seeing the 1995 holiday Barbie sitting unwrapped in front of the tree. Oh, I miss those days. I know. I remember those memories. Well, this is our very own Stephanie's favorite memory. Before we opened gifts on Christmas morning, we sang songs from a music book that my dad has. There were scripture verses that told part of the story of the birth of Jesus, then a song that went along with it. Even though there were piles of unwrapped presents under the tree, we took some of the first time of the morning to remember the true meaning of Christmas. We were kids, so so sometimes we would complain. One year, my parents said we didn't have to do it, and it was at that moment that I realized how much I actually loved it and did not want to lose that tradition. I love that. Our travel colleague, uh, Amy Nolan's favorite Christmas memory was when her family went on the Polar Express train with her husband and two young boys in their pajamas, and they made memories riding the train, drinking hot cocoa, and hearing the story of the Polar Express that we've all watched on television hundreds and thousands of times, I think. I like that movie. No, I do. It always makes me have a good feeling inside. It does. Well, our travel colleague and sometimes co-host Samantha sent us this story. She said she had a tie between 2021, which was Chase's first real Christmas since he was born in December of 2020. Christmas Day was the first night that he slept through the night and seeing him walk out to see his presence and the absolute joy and shock on his face was priceless. Also, December 2022 was Natalia's first Christmas. Being with both of my children uh, was an absolute dream come true since doctors weren't sure if I would ever have children. Oh, that one's so sweet. And her kids are so adorable. They are. (laughs) I know. I'm sure they're exhausting because I see some of her, her pictures and I'm like, they're so cute. She's probably exhausted. I remember those days. So this is from our travel colleague and sometimes co-host Chrissy. In 2007, Michael was three and a half years old. I believe it was the year of a million dreams celebration. They were walking through Fantasyland and Mickey and Minnie randomly asked Michael if he wanted to ride Dumbo with them. The pictures are priceless and something Chrissy will have in memory to treasure for the rest of her days. And she has a picture of Michael riding 
Dumbo with the characters. How cool is that? That is so cool. That was a neat promotion, that year of a million dreams. They did some really neat things that year. Didn't you have something from that too? I did. We, yeah, we got into the park late um, at night and there were only like a hundred or 200 people there. It was very cool. So this one is mine. Um, This is one of my favorite Christmas memories. My daughter, Katie, loved horses the entire time she was growing up. And one year when she was eight years old, my in-laws got Katie her very own mini horse. Um, I still will never know how they kept something that big a secret, but her name was Honey and Katie loved her so much. And it was such a surprise really for all of us, but the pictures of Katie's face are priceless. So this was a real horse? That's what I wanted to ask you. This was a real horse, yes. It was a miniature horse, but it was very real. And so did Honey go to heaven? Yes, she Honey has since gone to heaven. However, um, she did surprise us again. Honey surprised us again by having a baby colt oh that goodness. we were not expecting. Yes. Oh, she was a busy horse. <laughs> <laughs> so is that is the child or the pony of that horse alive still or no? Um, it is, but we um, she actually that pony went to um, live with some people who do like a traveling um, petting zoo. Oh, cool. That's very cool. So this story is from Stephanie's mom. She is also a listener. Her name is Brenda Grimmer. And as a child growing up, she said that they lived out in the country on a long gravel road and her parents had children and didn't have much money. Her siblings and her never thought much about getting lots of gifts or toys. It was usually an outfit or a pair of shoes. So this Christmas Eve was different. Our parents' names had been drawn by a church organization to help with Christmas gifts. So one Christmas Eve, or that particular Christmas Eve, late at night, a truck came down their long gravel driveway, blowing their horn. They ran to the window with excitement to see Santa as he gave the gifts to mom and dad for each boy and girl. They were so excited, but they could not come out of their rooms until the morning. Can you imagine? That was so much tortured. <laughs> I'm not sure I would have slept. I know. They ran as they ran downstairs, knowing Santa really did come to their house, not by sleigh, but by truck. This year's Christmas morning looked so beautifully beautiful, filled with gifts under the tree. She said she doesn't recall what her four brothers or her older sister got, but three of us girls received life-sized dolls, and the youngest sister received a baby doll. She said, as I look back, I can recall my new best friend was as tall as I was and had the same color of hair. This was my most favorite Christmas memory as a child. Oh, that one's sweet. Yeah, I think the ch- the childhood ones are extra special. Yeah, yeah. What a cool thing. So now they told all their friends. Oh. Santa came to our house on a truck. <laughs> That's so neat. And everybody else is like, no, he rides a sleigh. <laughs> So Vicky had so many memories through the years. And when she began thinking about this, um, her mind was reeling, but she chose this one. In 2013, they decided to spend Christmas at Disney. This was a big change because they would um, just celebrate with the four of them and they wouldn't be attending their annual candlelight service on Christmas Eve. 
They decided that they would go to Epcot's Candlelight Processional. It was beautiful, filled with the story of the birth of Jesus and lovely music. As they sat there, Vicki realized that this was an amazing memory that they were making as a family, and they lived it out for many years. This will always be a special memory for her, Brad, Kaylee, and Joey. Kaylee and Vicki were able to relive this memory this past weekend, and someday they will all be able to watch the processional as a family once again. I love that one. When we got home, we were so excited about it because I was just telling Rebecca this about the soprano. Her voice was flawless and effortless. Like she hardly opened her mouth and she was like hitting notes far above the treble clef. And so we sat down and we all watched it together. So we actually did see it together, just not at Epcot. That's neat. Um, Definitely a cool memory. And if you have the opportunity to do the candlelight processional, you should, because it's just phenomenal. This memory is from our good friend Lee Suggs that came to visit us at Disneyland, and he's been a longtime listener. He said that in 1997, he fell in love with Disneyland, and it was the first time he had visited the park at Christmas. His children were three years old and one year old at the time, and seeing their pure joy at being in the park reminded him why Disney had been important to his life when he was a child. Disney represents hope in the way things should be, not the way that they are. And this hope was particularly powerful when visiting the park at Christmas time because Christmas is ultimately about remembering our ultimate hope that God cared enough about us to come to earth as one of us. Jesus came to make things right. And while Disney is not always right, he still feels the sense of hope that he experienced when he visited on Christmas so many years ago um, when he was at Disneyland. So I love what he said about Disney representing hope in the way things should be and not the way they are. Because every time I go to Disney with my family, it's like you shut out the outside world and everything's just fun and about the kids. Yeah, for sure. I like that one too. So our next memory is from Stephanie's dad. One very special Christmas happened when he was about six or seven years old. He was the middle child from a family of seven children. Um, Our big Christmas family celebration, he said, was always on Christmas Eve. All seven of us were ushered into a bedroom um, where we were told to remain until Santa arrived. One adult Um, He said usually his grandmother would watch over the children as they played games and sang Christmas carols. He went on to say we were told that Santa loved to hear children singing carols and would never pass over a home if he heard singing. This particular Christmas Eve, as they were singing, he remembers his oldest brother crying out, Stop! Did you hear that? The room got deathly quiet when a thump, thump, thump came from the ceiling of their one-story home. Our pet dog heard it too, he remembers, because she cocked her ears and looked up at the ceiling and started barking. Several of us cried out with amusement that this must be Santa on our roof. That's when the seven very excited children heard the sound of jingle bells ringing, and that was coming from their living room. He remembers we flung open the bedroom door and poured down the hall to find Santa sitting with our dad, sitting in our dad's sofa chair next to the Christmas tree. Christmas presents were all wrapped in beautiful, colorful wrapping paper everywhere. And he said, oh, how I wanted to tear into mine. But first, we each had to sit on Santa's lap 
and everyone had to tell Santa how good we had been and what wonderful toys we wanted for Christmas. The rest of the evening was pretty much a blur um, in his memory, but that magical night, waiting with anticipation, surrounded by his brothers and sisters, was a truly was truly a memory that he said he will never forget. And this story came from Stephanie's friend, Mackenzie, who was also a listener. I think it's the one that told us a childhood memory before, but this happened. She was in Disney World in the last couple weeks and she sent it in and said, I hope this is not too late. And I told her it wasn't. When they were walking to get in line for the Jingle Cruise, a cast member saw her dad's veteran hat. And while many cast members throughout the day had thanked him for his service, This one went above and beyond the others. He shook his hand and asked what branch that he had served in. And when his dad, when her dad replied, the Air Force and Vietnam, the guy really sincerely thanked him again and asked if we had a lightning lane pass for that ride. They already had them, but it was nice for her to see her dad being recognized for his service. We all thanked the cast member, but he replied, no, no, he is the one who deserves the appreciation. It was so nice and we wish we would have gotten his name oh i know i love to see veterans getting the honor and the thanks that they deserve for sure yeah we had somebody on our plane the other day and he was in the service and i wanted to say thank you he was pretty far away so i would have had to like shout out to you know i mean like two or three seats away but at the same time he was all alone it's the week before christmas and i just felt like should i have said something and so then i kind of kicked myself later like i should have said something to him Right. Oh. And that is something that I hope we instill in our students. I know you probably do as well. Telling the kids how important that is. Yes. We did a show similar to this a few years back and I talked about, I was like 15 and my brother was 12 and we came home from school and these stuffed stockings were in our house. And I called my mom at work and I was like, good going, mom. This is really awesome. And all this kind of stuff. She had no clue what I was talking about. And she was not lying. Like she's like, what? I did not put stockings in there. So then she called my dad at work. He didn't know what she was talking about. And like, we don't have keys for everybody. So they were trying to figure it out. It was two weeks later before we found out my grandparents had never used our house key. I mean, it's not far. It's like 25 minutes, but they weren't real known for doing that. They wanted us to come to them. And uh, it was like two weeks before we knew that story. Oh, Uh, knew that she had done it. That's so sweet. I think another one of my favorite Christmas memories is this one's about Katie as well. But when Katie was about seven or eight, maybe Steve's cousin lived in Japan and she was teaching over there on a teaching visa. And she called us. They had the timing right so that she could call us Christmas Eve night. And she, I'll never forget her talking to Katie and telling her, oh, you have to go to bed because Santa just came here in Japan and he's headed that way. And Katie was so excited. She was like, how am I going to go to sleep? Because now I know he's really headed this way. You, you want some Benadryl? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know, but I love that magic. No, no. There's nothing like a childhood's, the magic that a child feels, I guess is what I'm Absolutely. trying to say. I said that to some classes, Santa's watching. And some of them just look at you like you got two heads. Um, <laughs> but I don't care how old you are, Santa's watching. Absolutely. 
And more importantly, Jesus is watching. Yes, yes. And the spirit of Santa Claus will never, ever go away. No. Oh. Even as big as your kids get, they still (laughs) believe in Santa Claus. Absolutely. That's why they have the movies. You have to watch those. Yes. Well, listeners, thank you so much. Thank you to those of you that wrote in. Thank you to Rebecca for helping me co-host this show. Um, It's not as long as I hoped it would be, so I apologize about that. But I do want to thank everybody for sharing those memories. They are special. If you didn't get a chance to do it this year, please save it up or send it to me and I'll pack it away in a file for next year. But every memory that we received today was special and important. But we pray that you never forget the true meaning of Christmas, which is Jesus. Over 2,000 years ago, a little baby came to earth to save all of us. And we hope that this year and every year that Jesus is a part of your celebration because he is the reason we celebrate Christmas. He was the first gift of Christmas. And I hope in our world, as crazy it is today, that we do know that. And if you don't know that and you want to hear more about it, Rebecca and I would be more than happy to talk with you about it. Yes, we would. He's a very special part of our lives and he would we would love him to be a part of everybody's lives. A few final reminders before we sign off. If you are interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment, you can text us at 636-373-4497. And if you would like to book a trip to Disney or wherever, you can reach out for a free quote. You can text Vicki or me at 636-373-4497. You can check us out on our Facebook page, The Mousecapades Podcast. And as always... Thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades and More podcast. Be sure to listen to Wednesday's show when we dish all the latest rumors and the news and we chat with the gang. And I want to end this by saying I wish everyone a very Merry Christmas. I hope that you find the joy and the magic that Christmas can bring and also the peace and love that Jesus brought to earth. Well, everybody, I think it's about that time. Disney love. Second star to the right. Have a magical day, my friends. Oh, holy night The stars are brightly shining It is the night
His name.